started skiing and you you're getting close to the edge and you just I don't really ski tech. Did, all right, well, say you're <laughs> say you're driving down a slope of covered in snow. Okay. Right? <laughs> and they want this win, and they won't get it. The Patriots are gonna win. Wait, did you pick the Patriots the I sure did. <laughs> Big mouth, small words, sports talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. It may be Donald Cowboy Cerrone. It is all in front of him here tonight as he tries to spring the upset against the prohibited favorite, former two division champion, the notorious Connor. just don't hear crowds get that loud anymore. I'm sorry. Like, you just don't. I know a lot of people want to hate on on McGregor. And welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth Small Word Sports Talk. Obviously, you just heard UFC 246. You just heard what happened with uh, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. It's a little bittersweet. It was so fast. I feel for Donald. He was not ready. He didn't he just wasn't ready for the smoke. And, and and it's not to say that he's not a great fighter and it's not to say man just sometimes shit happens. And this is one of those times. I mean McGregor just came out as you heard. Actually Cowboy did a great job of slipping under that 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 throw. He he threw a jab, missed him, kind of hit him a little bit with his thigh, and then the shoulder strikes like He's never done anything like that. Obviously, you'd like to think that Cerrone won't let him do it four times to him, but I think that after the first shot, he was a little stunned, and he just didn't think he was going to do it again. And McGregor was just looking for it, banging him with the left shoulder. And, uh, yeah, Cerrone tries to throw a kick when he's up against the fence, and then McGregor kicks him in the face, and he just beats the crap out of him. And, uh, well, the notorious one is back. There's, There's no doubt about that. So as he knocks him out, you start thinking, well, what the, where the hell are they going with this? Because 170 is not his weight class, but I mean, when you win a fight in less than a minute, maybe it could be. If McGregor is, is really back, which he is. I mean, I don't want to say if he's really back. He is back. But you, do you want to see him fight Khabib? Do you want to see him go for that belt again? So you want him to go to 155, or do you want him to stay at 170? Do you want him to fight Jorge Masvidal? Do you want him to fight Usman? Like, there's so many things. Um, 
I'll let you listen to what happened in the post fight with Connor. I'm thinking might be the, the smart move here. Big news. What is next? Are you going to stay at welterweight? And who would you like to fight next? You know, I like this weight division. I feel really good. It's good going up and down. God, God, God willing, I came out of here unscathed. I'm in shape. I'm not, I don't believe I'm there yet, though. You know, I just got work to do to get back to where I was. So I'm going to party tonight, celebrate, spend time with my family, and then get back in the gym and train. And any one of these little melty fools can get it. Even that little fool at the desk, all of them, every single one of them can get a Does not matter. I'm back and I'm ready. Look at that fool in his blade in the house coat, that stupid tick. Congratulations, sir, on a spectacular return. <laughs> it was an honor to call your fight. Conor McGregor! And what an embrace there with D. Devlin. That was a uh, vintage Conor right there. He uh, he was nice leading up to the, to the uh, cowboy fight. He was cool, nothing but respect. I think he knew he was going to smoke him. And he was very respectful afterwards. And then at the end, it was almost like a wrestler. Like, I've got to cut a promo. Shit. Like, people need to care about me being here. So then he just starts yelling, I don't fucking take anybody, anyone of you. That's great. I love it. Um, but what do we want? What do we really want with McGregor? Do we want him to fight Masvidal first? I think I do. But you got to be careful what you wish for because Masvidal ain't cowboy. I'm sorry. Masvidal's a killer. But McGregor looks like one too. This is crazy. This is, uh, as an MMA fan, you won. You won. McGregor wins. I know a lot of people are pissed off. They want a cowboy to win. I know you think you want a cowboy to win, but at the end of the day, this kind of worked out. You'd like, you wish that cowboy, like me, I wish that cowboy fought better. I wish that he hurt McGregor a little bit or whatever. But McGregor winning the way he did is the best thing for the sport, and it's the best thing for the fans. Because now there's so many possibilities. There's so many things that can happen now. Whereas before, Cerrone wins. He's just going to go get worked by somebody. He's going to get what? You want him to fight Masvidal? No, you don't want him to fight. I like Cowboy. I want him to live. I don't want him to fight these killers. But McGregor has a chance. So I know Dana today was talking about maybe having him go to 155 and fight for the title. That makes the most sense. But I think the thing that makes the most sense is him and Masvidal. Get it on. He beats Masvidal. He should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants, honestly. He beats Masvidal, gets the bad motherfucker title. He should be able to fight Usman, which I don't think is a good fight for him, by the way. Usman's fucking huge. Please. One, please. 170 champ. Guy walks around at 205. Uh, I just think he would be too big for McGregor. I don't think he could handle him, but who the hell knows? I didn't think he could handle Aldo. He punched him in the face and beat him in, what, 11 seconds. So, uh... Good night for MMA. Good night for McGregor. Just as a side note, Holly Holm won. But to me, that was just not impressive. And the the person that lost out on that is Amanda Nunez because at least if Holly Holm had finished the fight and won and looked impressive, then Nunez could go, okay, I'll fight Holly Holm. She knocked out Rousey. I'll beat her easily, and then we'll do that. But now it's like, what the hell's the point? So, poor Amanda Nunez has nobody to beat up. <laughs> so, or no one that people are going to get excited about watching her beat up. So, 
That was just a quick thought. Every every other fight is whatever to me. I'm sorry. I'm just going over the McGregor and Cerrone thing. And uh, but one thing I want to do because this is gonna be a little long one because I'm gonna talk about all the all the NFL games after this. And uh, I just want to go over what happened with with Cowboy after in the cage because I loved it. So listen to this. Cowboy, give us your thoughts on what happened. Oh, man, he uh, got me with his elbows right away. Like, distorted the shit out of me, then head kicked me. What a great game band he had, man. It was awesome. How much did he surprise you with those shoulder strikes in the clinch, and how much did they affect you? Oh, 100%. I'd never seen anything like that. They threw me way off guard. He busted my nose, started bleeding, then stepped back and head kicked me. I was like, oh, man, this happened this fast. I got my ass whipped early. So, uh, hey, man, I love this sport. I'm going to keep fighting. I don't care. You know, it's just what I love, man. So, um, yeah, I got my family right here. I'm okay. Thank you, everyone, for supporting me over the years. I love it. Um, I don't know what else to say. I can speak for everybody and say we love you too, Donald. Thank you for everything. Donald Cerrone, ladies and gentlemen. Ever classy. That right there. That, that's why you love Cowboy. I mean, just to bring up what, what actually happened there, uh, the little pause between him and Joe Rogan, his grandmother came into the octagon and gave him a hug. And... Anyone that knows me knows I'm very close to my grandmother, uh, Situ. Love her. She's the light of my life, the best person I've ever met. And with Cowboy, it's the same thing. If you've followed his career and you see how much she means to him, that moment was just, for me anyway, like it really hit me. I was like, God damn. Like, and then not only, and then she, she goes over to the side, Cowboy, you know, he eats the vic, he eats the loss, and he's like, I got my ass kicked, and... He tells you how it is, and he's not sugarcoating anything, and he just says he's going to keep fighting. And, and I'll watch every Cerrone fight until the day that he's done, and he decides that he wants to. He's earned that right. Whenever he wants to hang him up, he can hang him up. If he doesn't want to, fuck off, because people are going to watch him. People are going to pay. And, uh, man, it was just a, it was class all over the cage, and it's just not like a McGregor thing. Like, uh, the grandmother went over, hugged McGregor. McGregor hugged Cerrone and the the grandmother. Like they were all just very, very respectful. It was kind of refreshing to see, like you know, you can kill somebody, but like it can be fine afterwards, and we can be civil. I loved it. I I, I liked I liked the whole thing. So remains to be seen what's going to happen with McGregor. But the only thing that we know is it's going to be fun to watch. And uh, just to give predictions before these games happen, this is my idea. This is a great idea from me. My big mouth, small words, predictions for the football games today. The Chiefs are going to beat the Titans. Not only are they going to beat the Titans, they're going to beat the brakes. They're going to beat the brakes off the Titans. Titans might keep it close early, maybe. Because God knows Andy Reid doesn't know how to get his team ready. If you go to last year against the Patriots, 14 to nothing going into the half. He's, if you go back to the Texans game, the, the last game that they just had in the divisional round, they, they come out and they put up 24. The Texans put up 24 on them. So the Chiefs, 
don't start well. But once they get going, that Mack truck boy, there's no stopping them. The bottom line is here, the Titans cannot score. I don't think the Titans can score over 30. I just don't. And I think the Chiefs score 30 in their sleep. So I'm going to go with the Titans lose. They score. Let, let's give them 24 points. I'm going to give them 24 points. I'm going to give the Chiefs. Maybe they get stopped a couple times. 24 to 31. Just because I like Vrabel. I'll make it a little close, but it could be worse. Could be a 24 to 42 game. I'm just letting y'all know the Chiefs are not in trouble. They're going to beat the crap out of them. And then the uh, stupid idiot Packers are, are playing the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, Ted McDonald, you dirty bitch. You, you <laughs> I love you, but your Packers are going down. There's not a doubt in my mind. 49ers are going to put the scraping on them. And there's not enough Hail Marys in the world, buddy. There's not enough Hail Marys in the world. So you can sit there, you can go on your knees, and you can pray. But the Hail Mary's not coming. 49ers are going to win. They are going to win. I actually think this is going to be more of a defensive thing. It could be close. But probably not. I'm going to say 24 to 14. Um, not super confident on the scores, but I am super confident that the 49ers are going to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. My prediction, let's go. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back after the games. We're going to hear what happened. We're going to talk about what happened. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Click. So we are back on uh, Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk Podcast. And uh, let me just start by saying this. So, I, obviously, I was going to start out with the Chiefs, but it's it's halftime with the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. And like I said earlier in this podcast, when I predicted the game, see, I thought, I believe I said 28 to 14, I was very wrong. It's already 27 and nothing. It's over. And Rodgers, it's it's fitting that the green key on my Roadcaster Pro is the perfect sound for the Green Bay Packers. It's trash. They are trash. <laughs> Ted Rodgers, I told you he was overrated. 10 and 7 in the playoffs. When he loses this, He's going to be 10 and 8 in the playoffs in his career. 1 and 3 in the NFC Championship game. I mean, at least he's 1 and 1 in the Super Bowl cuz if he didn't win that, my god, he would have been put down as the most overrated quarterback of all time. Um man, I don't even know how much time I'm going to give this. <laughs> it's there's really not much to say. I mean, the 49ers are just leagues above the Packers. I mean, we knew that the Seahawks weren't that great, and it took the Packers being at home and a couple of things to go their way in order for them to win. The 49ers, um, credit, I'm going to give credit to Ian Oliver, 
who's who may be all the way in San Francisco. Maybe that's why he's all up all up on that San Francisco D right now. But speaking of the San Francisco D fence, they're the best in the league. They're making plays. They're always making plays. It's unbelievable. And their offense is amazing. Jimmy Garoppolo is riding the coattails to this, but he's not making mistakes. So if you're not making mistakes, whatever, you're doing good. All he needs is a couple of big throws in the Super Bowl, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, Jimmy G is so good. It's just the pictures. Fuck all that, though. Um, Yeah. So the 49ers are moving on. And if not, I'm a huge piece of shit, but they're definitely moving on. So now I'm going to (laughs) backtrack. I'm going to backtrack to the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tennessee Titans. And uh, let's just listen to how we got there. On second and 10. Down the middle. Touchdown, Kansas City. Second and 10 as that Tennessee defense drops back. Has long and tried to make a diving. And tipped it by Holmes, who tipped goes inside the 10. Still not down. What a run out of this world. Touchdown, Kansas City. Pass play down to the three. Here's the handoff to Williams. Williams to the corner. He's got another postseason time. it way down to field the Watkins Sammy Watkins for the touchdown that was a great call on the Sammy Watkins touchdown so Sammy Watkins does his best impression of himself for the first three weeks of the NFL season he goes off um Holmes does what he does man I mean I was going back and forth with a lot of guys um when the Titans were up I was never worried. I was never scared about this game. I'm sorry. I just, the Chiefs, this is their year. I think last year could have been their year too if they didn't run into the best of all time, Tom Brady. So uh, the Chiefs take care of business. Mahomes, 23 out of 35, 294 yards, three touchdowns. His most impressive thing, I believe it was a 20-something yard run. Um Faked like he was going to go out of bounds. And then he just comes, cuts back in, runs, and then he actually goes to run through people. And the two defenders are like, if I touch him in any way, we're going to get called. So they kind of just try to strip the ball, and he gets into the end zone. Very huge, big, big cojones play right there. Um, really good. He's Mahomes is the man right now. He He's the guy. Uh, people wanted to crown Lamar, and he had a phenomenal season, and he was great, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. He never will be. It's just the way it is. So I shouldn't say never, but it doesn't look that way to me. I don't think so. Suck it. So Mahomes does work. The Chiefs win 35-24. Now you've got the number one offense versus the number one defense in the Super Bowl. I know a lot of people are not super pumped up about this game, but it has potential. You don't think it has potential? I do. I want to see what happens. I want to see who bends and who breaks. Um, It'd be silly of me not to go Chiefs because they've been my team all year. I believe that... Here's the thing, though. Let me explain this. I'm going to make this very clear. I do not believe that 
the Chiefs are a better team than the 49ers. I don't. I don't. I think that the 49ers are the more complete team. I think they have a better running game. I think they have a they definitely have a better defense. And their offense is not as good as the Chiefs, but I mean it's comparable. It's it's not See on defense, the 49ers are leagues leagues above the Chiefs. But on offense, are the the Chiefs leagues above them? I don't know. I'm not ready to say that. Um I really look at that that game and the 49ers freak me out because they can run the ball a lot very effectively as they're proving right now against Green Bay. Uh, Tevin Coleman went down, so they'll be running the other two. It, I, it's one of those things where Mozart and, and Brita, I don't know. This is a tough one to call. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs just because uh, they're my team. I'm riding and dying with them right now. And I'm I'm going to just think that Mahomes is going to make plays. I'm going to think that he's going to do what he always does, make plays. Like I said about the Titans, the Titans are a great team, and they did so many good things in this game, but they were never going to score as many points as Kansas City. That's what I thought going into it, and that's what happened. And I'm almost looking at this 49ers game and thinking the same thing. I just don't think... The 49ers are as equipped. I mean, they just scored 27. I get that. They're probably going to finish with like 40 points. But I just think it's the Chiefs year. I just think Mahomes is going to make plays where Garoppolo, I just think a couple things are not going to go the 49ers way. They might have a couple three and outs. The running game doesn't do as great as they thought. And if you force Garoppolo to throw, listen, he might make plays. But I'm not ready to crown him yet. I am ready to crown Mahomes. I think that dude uh, should go to the UFC and get the bad motherfucker title because he had a phenomenal year. If you look at the Chiefs this year, it's hard to hate them. I know a lot of people are throwing them a lot of hate, but I mean, I had them in fantasy, so obviously I've followed them the whole time. Mahomes being down for those weeks, and they, they were never looked at this year as like, I don't believe, I know that going into the playoffs, people were talking about them as being contenders, but week eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, even up to week 12, when they beat the Patriots, that's when people actually started noticing them. But people were not giving them a real legitimate shot to win. They were looking at the Ravens. They were looking at the Niners. They were looking at these teams. They weren't, the Chiefs were definitely not the favorites. They are now, but they were not before. So... Kudos to the Chiefs. Kudos to me for being right. And, uh, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs all the way. Maybe I'll do another podcast and get a little more technical about it. But really quick before I go, um, let me say this. Because I was going back and forth with Ted a lot about how good Aaron Rodgers is. And while he's getting his ass kicked, I'm sure, in the other room right now, I just want to shit on him a little bit more and just just throw out there, like I had said, that he is one of the most overrated quarterbacks ever. His talent, I'm not questioning his talent, but he fails way too much for being as good as he is. I mean, Eli Manning has more Super Bowls than him. Don't tell me that Eli Manning had better teams than Aaron Rodgers throughout the years because he didn't. He did not, and the only time that Rodgers won a Super Bowl is when his defense was legit. 
Otherwise, he hasn't done shit. He choked to the Falcons when the Falcons choked to the Patriots when they beat Rodgers. He's just not clutch. People want to imagine this. What is he without, without the Hail Marys? Honestly, really think about it. I know you hear this and you want to sit there and go, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, is this guy serious? Is this guy serious? It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, think about it, dude. 10-8 and eight in the playoffs, not, not that great. You look at a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. I fucking hate that guy. I hate the Steelers. I hate everything about him, but he's 13-8 and eight in the playoffs. Just saying. Three Super Bowl starts. He got there three times. Won two of them. Rodgers got there once. That's crazy. And if you're, if you're only going to get there once, you need to do what Breeze did, and you need to set a bunch of NFL records so that you can be up there as, in, in, as one of the best. I look at Rodgers, and I'm like, I can see Pat Mahomes passing him in a goddamn minute. I just, I don't know. I look at him, and I, 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 don't, I don't see much. People want to talk about him. Oh, he's just top five. He's not Brady. He's not Breeze. He ain't Peyton Manning. Manning got there four times, man. And Manning had to go through the Patriots. One of the greatest, the greatest, sorry, the greatest dynasty of all time. He had to go through this every freaking year. Rodgers is not going through the Patriots all the time. I guess all I got to say is suck it. (laughs) Suck it because Rodgers, I was right about everything. Chiefs won and Rodgers sucks. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl this year. That's it. We talked to McGregor. We, we, I gave you predictions earlier. I told you what was going to happen. You're welcome. Get excited about everything. There's a lot of good things that are coming up. The Royal Rumble is coming up on my birthday. WWE Royal Rumble going to be a huge rager at my house. It's going to be fantastic. Want everybody to get pumped up about that. And, uh, yeah, we did it. This was a good one. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys did too. Thank you for listening. I'll be back. I'll be talking more shit. And uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening to Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Click.